welcome to Becoming Soul, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Better Call Soul on AMC and Netflix. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David, how's it going? I'm very well, thanks. Good, uh, we're here today not for another episode, uh, but for another podcast of course. This podcast is for our Better Call Soul series wrap up uh so of course we have two similar but different types of podcasts one is called a podcast wrap up and one is called a series wrap up the only difference there is usually a podcast wrap up is where we've um said no more to a show and uh, <laughs> stopped covering it we did something similar with the flash and superman and lois this year uh but a series wrap up is where a series actually finishes the episodes are all done like with better call soul and we come back one last time to kind of round things off clear things off answer any last uh, emails and questions that type of stuff and to to say goodbye in a better in a better way um that the, the only difference with those two as well is if a show's like cancelled or something but then we still kind of do a series wrap up mm-hmm. well, i can't remember the last time that actually happened um last time it happened with you maybe it was 24 or something probably La- yes last, last actual cancelled show because i mean most world's a bit different right now but Anyway, so, but yeah, series wrap up, we have all the episodes out, and we're here to give our last kind of thought. So, initial kind of thing, um, what I've written down, I've told uh, David all my notes, but um, it's been, well, it's been over a week since the finale, it's been a week since we did the podcast. Um, how are you kind of feeling and thinking about the show, uh, you know, a week or so later? Um, I think it's... It's certainly up there as one of the best things on TV, definitely. Um, I think it wrapped pretty well. Uh, Maybe didn't quite have the sort of bang that you had with Breaking Bad when you went out, but I think it's still wrapped in a very satisfying way. So um, I'll miss going back to these characters and this sort of universe because it Mm -hmm. doesn't look like we're getting anything more in in here. Certainly not for a while, if ever. So, um, yeah, generally, I'm I mean, I'm excited to see what they all do next, though, as well. So, yeah, yeah, because they will be making TV shows, obviously. Yeah. After uh, just not potentially in this universe. Um, It's interesting with because what you've said there is true. But also um, roughly 10 years ago when Breaking Bad finished. Um, I can't remember when Better Call Saul actually got greenlit, but it was talked about as if it was like, you know, the the ending and everything. And then we did get a full Better Call Saul and we did get an El Camino. And um, it reminds me of kind of like, I remember when the news broke out of like, oh, we're getting a Breaking Bad film. What could this be? And then it was like, oh, it's probably a Jesse sequel, which it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, there was a lot of, you know, w- weirdly a lot of concern about like, oh, what are they going to do? You're going to ruin Breaking Bad. You're making a film. And now we have like an additional TV show as well. And uh, all, all of it's turned out fantastic, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I, I share a sim- similar sentiment as you as like, see, I haven't started missing the characters yet because it's only been a week. But I still like, I, I thought about the show. Obviously, I've gone off and done other stuff. I've done a bunch of film reviews this week and other things like that and watched other shows, gone back to, you know, things like Jurassic World, Camp Cretaceous and all that sort of stuff. Um, but no, these characters have still been on my mind. I've still seen like articles and pictures and discussion and all that type of stuff um, and seeing pictures of like, um, I, I was seeing in the last couple of episodes because the majority of the second half of the season that we got was Gene black and white episodes. Um, and I, I saw like, you know, week to week, these posts from 
the Facebook page, more so from the Facebook page than the Twitter account, but because I follow both of them because, you know, updates and stuff. And <clears throat> a lot of what they post each week was like they they take a particular, either a particular shot or a particular scene. And they'd give you this picture or this video and it would say like, um, here's the actual shot. Because obviously in real life, all these char- all these people are in colour. Um, you know, they you know, it's not black and white stuff there. So they they'd show like a picture of the actual shot and then a picture of the scene and like the differences and like how things look in the real world and how things look uh, in the actual shot. So it's been like interesting not kind of seeing that because obviously this this is the first week after what the last six or, or seven or so that we haven't had an episode. So we haven't had like updates about that. We haven't had like I haven't seen sneak peeks of like. And then Seppelmall's little snippet reviews and stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been interesting to kind of not see that stuff this week. But again, it's been kind of like I've not quite missed these characters yet because it's only been a week. But I've still I've still been thinking about them about like you know great that Kim survived and you know Jimmy went to prison and was that mm-hmm. right and what do things mean and and all that type of stuff. Because um, again, this is a, this is a TV show in a universe. Um, that it wants you to think about the details and the little things and like this happened in this episode is it going to come back and uh you're kind of thinking about those stuff so it's a very i, I wouldn't really say as thought provoking as something like atlanta but atlanta's thought provoking in a, in a completely different way this is more kind of getting you to think about i guess what's happening next or still it still kind of does the thing with themes like what themes are you getting with jimmy and kim what does it mean and uh how are you as a person seeing their lives and I did really, really enjoy week to week, kind of, especially with um, arguably not not the most unique character, but one of the more unique characters with literally a guy that we were following for what six seasons, who had three different sort of personalities, and you're looking at even the later different scenes and thinking, okay, this is Gene in this scene, but he sw- clearly switched back to Soul, and what does that mean? Why did it happen? And the interesting kind of analysis there, and even like right up to the finale where you're looking at the facial expressions and things like that um and there's just so much to analyze and and you know go over it it was uh it was great to go through so i'll I'll miss that kind of stuff of looking at like facial expressions or like we've got a question later about the the exchanging gun finger pans like what what does that all mean and everything so um but at the end of the day i guess the sentiment that we're both kind of saying in maybe in different ways but same kind of sentiment is the show will stick with us, and this universe will stick with us. Um, it's one of the best and one of the most memorable in TV, which is mm-hmm. what you want to come away with. Because there's been, we've probably, I mean, we've both watched dozens of shows, right? There's probably been shows that we've either given up with or finished, and we thought, oh, glad that's kind of like off the plate, off the table sort of thing. Whether, whether it would be a show that we decide, like, we're not watching after a season, or a show that's like really straining itself along with its last season um and you're kind of just waiting for it because i i got a bit like that with let's say like gotham i thought okay there's still parts of this that i like but it needs to end because it's gone out of control and then like it finished and it was like okay it makes sense that you'd end it there and it was kind of like you clear the plate of a show like that and you don't you don't think about it afterwards really um but this is one that you like yeah. you know would genuinely miss week to week so um yeah it's uh it's been an interesting journey certainly so um so those are kind of our uh feelings after the finale um i put next uh what could be next but i think i'll leave that for a bit later 
Um, because I was trying to go from like the from one logical thing to the next logical thing. Um, do we feel the need to see any of these characters again? Um, David, would you? So I guess there's kind of a two parts there. Do you feel the need to see any of the characters, and is any of the characters that you want to see again? I I don't necessarily feel there is a a need to see anybody else right now. I mean. We kind of know what Kim was doing in between her leaving Seoul and, um, you know, her reappearing later on talking to Jean. So, you know, and it's whether you want to do something after that, I'm not sure. Because, I mean, Kim would be the obvious character out of everybody that's left to go back to. Um and um, and it sort of would need to be an after thing rather than a you know rather than a prequel. So it would need to be more sequel than prequel, I think, if you're going to do something like that. Mm. In terms of other characters, I'm not entirely sure who else you'd pick up with. Um, you know. So, so I suppose, like, I guess part of that question there, and like, need to see characters again. So is there any characters that you sort of look at in well across both these or all three of these stories? that you sort of think like, oh, I need a little bit extra from them? Um, at this point, no. I, I'm. It's. It will be so dangerous going back. I mean, it's the, the, the sort of soul spin-off was kind of an obvious thing to do, I think, because the more they talked about it, the more mm-hmm. that you sort of see there were things they could do. But we kind of know what happened with Jesse? We know what happened with Walt. We know what happened with Sol. Um, we know what happened with Kim. Um, I, I, I don't, I, and, you, the, and the other characters are either, you know, all the other characters are either dead or, or I, I don't think could necessarily sustain their own series. So hmm. at this point, no, there's nobody that really leaps out as being somebody that I feel a desperate need to sort of see more of right now. Right. You're not sort of looking at somebody and thinking like, I need to see like what happened to that person. I need to see it. So, no, I mean, yeah. the only one which we have talked about before, the only one that might be interesting is, is the sort of prequel of Gus. But the problem with that is you can't use Giancarlo right. for it because it would have to be a younger actor hmm. to do that. And that's quite as, difficult. Yeah. And as Gus is dead in the main show it's not like i mean you could use him sort of retelling stories but then that's not sort of the the sort of thing that gus would have done either you know talk about his childhood and how he grew up so Mm. i I don't see an obvious way of doing that and making it satisfactory yeah and it would that would feel like far more of a sort of cash in than anything that's actually worthwhile so that to me that's the only other character that I think you might do something, you could possibly do something with, but I don't think it would be a good idea. Mm. So, no, I mean, I, I, I think they've got away with everything that they've got away with in spectacular style. I think, as as Vincent sort of said, you know, go out on top, and they don't want to push their luck too much, and I think that's probably the best movie. You know, they've made two great shows and one great film. It's all set in one universe, and 
I think if you start to look for every little thread you could potentially pull, you're going to start diluting that. Mm. And I'd rather they just left it as it is. Yeah, yeah. Just a quick side note on on that. Um, what would because we have like I know it's a bit different, but we have like Marvel and we have the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, DC and the DCEU. They have like names or nicknames or whatever for their for their universe but then that when someone says dceu whatever that means these days or mcu um you know like what type of films someone's talking about so yeah. i wonder with because you got the names better Call soul and breaking bad and it's not attached to a brand like like a name like marvel or dc so it doesn't have like a thing what would you kind of call? Because I haven't seen an official or a sort of like even possible like name for this. Because it is kind of well, it's not really a universe. It's not like a cinematic universe, but it's a franchise still. What would you? What would you kind of call it? Uh, well, I think Breaking Bad universe is the obvious thing. It's uh-huh. like you know, the Arrowverse was called the Arrowverse, even though it could, it, it wasn't just Arrow. So I think Breaking right. Bad. Let's start with with him. So. Yeah, it it kind of ended up with that, I suppose. Um, I remember when they tried to rename that to like the CW verse, which just doesn't sound right. So yeah, and, and everybody went no, <laughs> no, no, we're all right. Yeah, uh, but no, I, I haven't like I haven't even really seen like across you know all the online stuff that I go to. I haven't even seen like I've just seen kind of Breaking Bad universe. Um, but anyway, uh, never mind about that. Um, but yeah, in terms of like seeing other characters again, see the funny thing is for me, even though. Like, literally, if Vince or Pete or whoever said, like, tomorrow we're going to do this show, most people will probably be like, yeah, more Breaking Bad, let's let's do it. Because we trust, again, it's that kind of, not necessarily brand trust in the same sort of Marvel or DC thing, but I guess creator trust. Like, you sort, sometimes you look at sort of one-off films or something, and you see a director's name or an actor's name, and you go, oh, I trust that this is going to be good because of that, or a showrunner's name or something like that. Um, like, with... Um, with Nope, when I went to see that, and I was like, "Oh, Jordan Peele! Like I, I liked his films. I trust that this is going to be mm-hmm. good. Like if you, if if in the future we see like, oh, this thing is um, showrun or written or directed or whatever by Peter or Vince, we'd go, oh, you know, Breaking Bad guys, we we trust them that they're going to do a good thing. So it doesn't always have to be a brand, but um, it it gained that really, and it probably gained that even before Breaking Bad even finished because obviously the show had gotten so." prestige and so sort of stellar but um so that's probably what would happen is if there was other shows announced it'd be like oh yes vince and peter or vince or peter or whichever way around like they're back with more breaking bad it's just breaking bad it surely can't it can't be bad so we'll all we'll just watch it and me and you probably would depending on the character and whatnot but the, the interesting thing with that is like going through breaking bad and it was like oh marie like okay hanks died don't really need to see marie again and then she completely kind of it was it was so funny and so interesting the way that that worked out because after Breaking Bad finished and even once they announced Better Call Saul, there were certain characters in my mind that I never expected to see again. Memory was one of them just because I, I would I would look at a show like Better Call Saul and think, okay, sure you might have like Gus and Mike and maybe Hank, some of these characters that are involved in that section in that story, but I did look at like I don't know. Um, Walt Jr. or Skylar or Marie or you know people like that those types of characters I didn't expect to see again because they were more on like sort of Walt's side of the story even though it's mm-hmm. connected to Jimmy's story but this was Better Call Saul so prequel and even like 
because her because in, initially they kind of teased it right when um i said gene jimmy whatever uh is walking past that cell and you see marie and initially i don't know like how you or everybody else is thinking i was thinking oh quick little marie cameo that's that's fun it's cool to see her like you know a little snippet of her before this this show ends and it's possibly the last episode in this thing and then no we get like a full-on scene with like talking about hank and walt and gomez and like i don't think any of us really expected that at all and how well that paid off and i was like oh cool like you didn't and again, it was part of the whole case and like you know Saul's history and everything about the the previous crimes he'd done. But as that scene is playing out, you're like, oh, it's cool to see like yeah. Marie talk about this in an aftermath sense because we never really kind of got the aftermath of that, even though we didn't. There's something we weren't looking at and screaming out for of like, oh, we need to see like desperately need to hear Marie talk about it. But then not not in a bad way. But then when we hear her talk about it and she comes back and soul's involved and kim's involved in the situation and it's like oh this is really really good and i didn't know that i needed this so mm-hmm. it's it's things like that that where better call soul really quite surprised me and you know di- different people and that kind of stuff so um in terms of uh so in terms of characters i need to see again um that again that's a different question as to characters that i want to see again so ones that i need to see again that like i said there isn't any characters that I feel like, oh, I don't really know what happened to that character. I need to see that character again. But then again, if there was another show made and a scene that was created, like the Marie scene, if there was something with like Kuehl or something like that, it will probably be really good. But but again, if that fits into that category of like, that will be a great thing to see. But it's not something we're thinking about like, oh, I desperately need to see what happened to that character. So I would also say no in terms of that, just because, again, we know what happened with Jesse mm-hmm. and Walt and... Uh, uh, Jimmy, I never know what to call him now because <laughs> he's got three different names. Jimmy's his actual name, isn't it? So, uh, yeah. Jimmy and uh, you know Kim survived. You know what happened with Not- Nacho, Lalo, Kim, Gus, all-, all those characters. So, yeah, none none of them that I really need to see again. I still stick by kind of what I said a few episodes ago. I can't remember which episode I first mentioned it. Just for again, just for me being kind of I don't know if you call it greedy or me just wanting more from this universe because it's so good and you know why not um I would still like to see a Kim show I don't know what you'd do with the I haven't thought about like you know script and pilot and stuff like that but a sort of general time part for it is going from maybe the next morning of their breakup or something Mm-hmm. and then because that's like that's like the, the initial separation part of where he goes off he becomes soul she's well stays as kim but she goes off to live a bit of a different life and then maybe ending i don't know somewhere where like okay this boyfriend even though this boyfriend she has doesn't mean much to us like and this you know uh, sprinkler company okay how did she kind of end up there and those sound like maybe silly basic things but if you put vince and or peter and the same creative team and you obviously put ray seahorn in there it would probably still be very very good um, and that's something that, again, Better Call Saul was very, very good at, is making things um, that are a bit more basic and a bit more mundane still quite interesting and exciting. Like, the amount of analysis, the amount of, like, strange analysis I saw, um, you know, the whole mayonnaise thing with Kim? And uh, I was listening to, like, Bold Move podcast and uh, looking online and stuff, and people were talking about, like, 
about that. Not the debate as to which ingredient was better, but like the fact that Kim was talking about that and what does that mean for her character and stuff. So it, even the really, really small things, even in this grander sort of universe, um, there's still so many talking points from even the littlest of things. So even though the idea that I'm pitching sounds quite basic, again, you get the same creative team behind it and you'd probably still make it quite interesting. So, and plus you'd have Rhea Seahorn's really good acting. So, mm-hmm. there you go. Um, that's the only one I can kind of think of. I mean, sure, you could do another Jesse thing, but you kind of settled him. You wouldn't really want to go back to that and touch that. Um, Walt's dead anyway. Um, no, there's there's no one else really. Again, they've, they've really covered this stuff quite well. So, yeah. um, I think it's been really good. So... Um, so what about on the other scale? What what about if like, let's say AMC or I guess it's more Sony, isn't it? Came to you and they said, "Hey, just for the fun of it, what show would you would you want? Do to have like, just out of pure sort of like, hey, this might be like a small idea, but it might be kind of cool. Do you have anything like similar to that possibly? What set in the in, breaking... in this? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. No, um, I I don't. I don't see any other obvious path forward for other characters mm-hmm. in there. I mean, you know, not not unless you're going to kind of introduce entirely new things in, you know, people or something in, you mm. know, uh, yeah. like people trying to recreate the blue meth or you know and no, that do, wouldn't really work uh. yeah exactly so uh I, given so many of the key cast members are no longer around um mm-hmm. i i just i don't see any obvious way forward i think they've they've covered everything really well i don't really want to much as i love the show i don't really want to see anything go mm-hmm. and ruin it at this point you know i yeah. think so, i i think they've done incredibly well to to pull off what they've pulled off and i'm i'm just a bit sort of yeah i'm not convinced that you know i i, I want to now go and see what these guys do on yeah, their outside ownership. of this yeah so um can you imagine if somebody tries to reboot this at some point <laughs> i was just thinking of that if someone tries yeah. to make a reboot, yeah, no, that wouldn't work. Wouldn't work. Some some things you just can't reboot because there's too much magic behind the people that that did it. So, yeah, yeah. All right, we are of course sponsored at the moment by Manscaped. They sell uh, men's grooming products, and they do a very good job of it because the uh, products they sell are all very in really really good quality. Uh, the products that you get will be shipped in very very good condition as well. So no questions about Manscaped's uh, quality of products. So what do they sell? They sell different things like shavers, razors, ears and nose hair trimmers, uh, different clothes, deodorants, different sets of things as well. Uh, if you want to go over to Manscaped's website, have a look. At what they've got you don't need to type in anything at all you can just simply scroll down uh, the information in your show notes it should be near the top manscapes link for their website you can go over to there have a look at what they've got have a read have a look at all the pictures and all the cool stuff uh, once you've chosen what you want uh, bearing in mind you know all their good quality and everything that they've got uh, once you get to the checkout point of that uh, you can get a nice discount code if you type into that promo code box etalk uk that's e-t-a-l-k 
UK that will get you 20% off your order and that nice free shipping because sometimes you're buying stuff online and you get that nasty little shipping cost and it costs you more money but not with this deal with Manscaped not only do you get that nice discount of 20% off you also get your nice free shipping cost as well uh, so good stuff there and again if you don't want to scroll back to this point in the podcast the promo code is written in your show notes so you can even just copy and paste it if you want nice and convenient and easy for all of you to use that um, so yeah good stuff with Manscaped high quality everything like that I've said the types of things that you can get from them um, so yeah E-talk UK, E-T-A-L-K UK for 20% off annual order with Manscaped so go and check them out today uh, thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast and of course thank you very much for listening uh now let's do some uh housekeeping see if that in a minute hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to Kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's Kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to Kualu for this affiliate link hi there if you'd like to get rid of the ads in entertainment talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes we've got good news for you there as well you can subscribe to entertainment talk at either the five dollar level tier or ten dollar level tier the five dollar level tier will get you access to all of entertainment talks previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for if you also subscribe to us at the ten dollar level tier that will get you that benefit that i've just mentioned and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a tv show and a general discussion on that show or a film review of your choice so if you if there's a tv show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it we can watch two episodes of that tv show or film review so it's one of either of those per month of course if you continue subscribing each month you can pick a tv show then a film the next month and so on and so forth this is a great way to support entertainment talk get your ad free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening back to the show Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, as I kind of mentioned with Jordan Peele, he's got a new film out and it's called Nope. Um, it's kind of a funny reason to why it's called Nope, but that's revealed in the film. Gave it a Don't Skip rating, I did a spoiler-free review for that. Uh, don't Skip is still very much a I recommend you watch this thing and don't skip it, which is why the rating is called that. A really good film from Jordan Peele out of the three that he's done so far, which is Us, Get Out and Nope. Uh, this is probably, in my opinion, the one that I've enjoyed the most, or his best film from those. Are you much of a uh, Jordan Peele fan, David? Uh, yeah, I do like some of his stuff. I, I haven't seen everything that he's done. I need to you know, go and watch some of the, the movies. I think I saw Get Out. Right. Um, yeah. I haven't seen that many other bits and pieces and yeah. uh the, i i had the when they used to do king and peel i i used to watch those as well so mm, yeah it was a comedy thing wasn't it so mm-hmm. uh good stuff with that but yeah those are his three films us get out and nope i did review us a while ago can't remember everything i said 
but uh, Nope is his newest one, so that was good. Also reviewed uh, and watched Prey, which is the Predator prequel film, which is available on Disney Plus or Hulu, depending on where exactly you live. Gave that the same rating, which is Don't Skip and a spoiler-free review. Very much enjoyed that. Um, and that was... I have seen things and parts of Alien and Predator films, but that was my first sort of proper, proper watch of those films. Uh, I think I'd seen a Predator film a while ago, but it was so long ago that I don't quite remember it. But um, yeah, that was uh, that for the Prey film. I really enjoyed that. So you can go and listen to that, which is spoiler-free as well. Uh, over on the United cast, good stuff happening over there. Very good stuff indeed. Manchester United 2, Liverpool 1. Um, I'm not lying. It did actually happen. It it shocked everybody on on Monday night. Um, yeah, I don't know what Ten Hag did to this team in between losing four 0 to Brentford and winning two one to Liverpool. But whatever it did, it certainly worked because they worked their asses off in this game, which is what you got to do when you put that shirt on, when you put on that Manchester United shirt. Uh, really, really good goal from Sancho and a very good goal from Marcus Rashford as well. And then Salah scored a bit of a scrappy. Uh, goal for Liverpool uh, but really really good stuff uh, we are above Liverpool in the Premier League table that doesn't mean a lot right now but it's still really really good uh, you just hope the momentum can continue from here on out and Casemiro has now also signed for Manchester United which is brilliant uh, brilliant addition to the team and uh, we'll be playing against Southampton on Saturday and then there's a game coming at Leicester on Thursday next week so really really good stuff with that but they've got to keep it up they've got to keep the momentum you can't just beat Liverpool and then just not do anything else so we'll see what happens from there uh gaming talk this week um yep yeah. uh gaming talk this week I thought I had the wrong episode listed it uh, as we talked about Assassin's Creed um when uh and a lot of different stuff happening there they're adding the Iron Man armor and Thanos armor at some point uh, and different stuff like that and then we also talked about Spider-Man there was a mod that was put out on PC which has since been sort of banned and closed down which gave um, players or players on PC that can mod the game the ability to take out pride flags in the game I don't know why you'd want to do that necessarily but we discussed all of that as well so that is uh, stuff with that we also talked about a whole bunch of stuff uh, Gamescon happened this week as well uh, happened yesterday so we'll be talking about that on Sunday there was some uh, game announcements and whatnot so we'll be talking about that at that point um did a must play review uh for Moss 2 which is the follow-up VR game really really enjoyed it did some really good stuff did what you'd want a sequel to do which is introduce new mechanics new ideas and new things to use so that was really really good as well so that's for Moss 2 it's available on PSVR and I think it's on Oculus or something check your VR platforms it should be available on those I uh, did another podcast as well this one was called a, uh, coming out one year later a personal thank you to Love Victor so talking about my uh, journey over the last year the kind of four years or so ish before that uh, kind of a bit of the future as well and also talking a lot about Love Victor talking about the actual lyrics of the intro song which uh, are very important to me as well so talking about all that culminated in one big sort of podcast so uh, again thank you to Love Victor and the show for all of that so good stuff there um we also did recently wrap up Westworld uh, that was last week wasn't it yeah because we did two finales last week uh, that's up to season four episode eight we don't have a podcast or a series wrap up for that because we don't know quite what's happening yet uh, there's been some we talked about a little bit of news on Geek Town about the creators possibly wanting to come back and do one more thing but it's not been renewed yet or cancelled yet so again when there's updates for that we'll do some sort of update or whatever for that but currently season four episode eight is the newest episode anyway so we covered the season finale 
Went and saw a film that I didn't like. It was called Jurassic World Dominion. Not going to get into everything here. Did a spoiler free review for that one. Um, so that's my review for Jurassic World Dominion. So that is that one. Uh, speaking of the other United cast. We did somehow also lose 4-0 to Brentford. Uh, that was the week before. So you can check that episode out. And that's pretty much everything we've been doing. On entertainmenttalk.org. And on podcast platforms. Right, where do I want to go next? I've got a couple of notes left. Um, I did have the what could be next. We've kind of already covered that a bit. I tried to separate that as a bit of two different questions. Because um, the one thing I've got written down is, do we feel the need to see any other characters? And then what could be next? Um, I, there hasn't been like any murmurings about anything though, so I don't know that we can really yeah, do no. that particular note. We just sort of covered that. Um but no, I mean, I, I mean, there's been the only thing we can kind of talk about. There was some like tidbits and bits and conversation from. Uh, I think this was before this season started, so the before even the first half of this season. And I think John Carlos Bazito said something about like, "Oh, be I, I'm sort of up for playing Gus again," which is great. We 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 love you as Gus, John Carlo. We love you in a lot of different roles. Um, and people have kind of talked a bit about like. Could you do could could you do like a Gus rise to power kind of thing, which would be interesting. Like the idea again, you get the same creative team behind it, but as you mentioned a bit early, the only big caveat problem with that is if you wanted to do a young, and we're talking like, you know, because he's one of the older characters in the show alongside yeah. like Mike, I think, because uh, Jonathan Banks is a bit older as well. Is and that would be great because to see like. The, the, to see someone go from wherever he would start to the really confident, assured man that Gus is, um, who, like, you know, is a big, you know, confident person, um, you couldn't have John Kylo for it because if you wanted to... Cause what what age would you sort of start that character at, like, 20 or, like, a teenager Well, I mean, it depends on the story, but if you were going to do that, you're probably starting, uh, you know, maybe a teenager, maybe in his 20s, and with the best will in the world, Giancarlo is 64, so, you know. Mm. He's also Danish, which I didn't realise. Huh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. No, because I, I, I looked him up on the, uh, uh, I looked him up, he's apparently Danish. I, I never realised that, but, um, yes. Mm. Um, Giancarlo is um yeah um, i i i don't with the best will of the world see him being able to pull off playing a sort of 20 year old so you might be able to do something with that with him uh, you know but you'd you'd have to sort of set it in the breaking bad period but sort of doing things from his point of view with flashbacks with somebody playing a younger version of him. That's the only way I could see you doing it with Giancarlo mm. still in the role. Uh, so, uh, it's yeah. I yeah. mean, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see an easy way of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even in the... Um... Uh, Breaking Bad episode that we that we had, which like flipped the other episode around. Some people were even pointing out like, oh, Jesse looks a bit older in this scene, because um, they no. said like, oh, he's in his forties or something, and he's supposed to be in like his late something like his late twenties or whatever he was supposed to be, or like his thirties or something like that. Like he was a bit. People had kind of noticed Aaron Paul's age a bit, and like, oh, it doesn't quite like. I mean, the acting was great in the scene and everything, so it doesn't really matter. But, like, if people are going to kind of notice that, 
then I don't know how you do that with Jean-Claude. Like, you couldn't really do it with Giancarlo. Um, yeah. It's great that he wants to play the character again. I just don't know how or where you can really do that. So, mm-hmm. plus you can't do a sequel because he dies um, as well. Um, so, yeah, I, I wonder... You couldn't even really do... Because I haven't seen the show, but I've, I'm, I know with Young Rock, you've mentioned that they do, like, three different... Yeah, uh, and- time period things and that works really really well but the advantage you have with that is the rock is still alive uh, you know and, right. and yeah. so it's him telling his life story and they have a modern day thing with him sort of introducing it and then they have three people that play him at different stages of his life and the the people that are cast in those roles are brilliant i mean it works really really well but Mm. um as i said the problem that you would have with gus as a character is it it, it would seem very out of character to for gus to be telling his life story to somebody for starters Mm. and he's already dead in this main timeline so you'd you'd have to have him doing that at some point in the sort of breaking bad period. Hmm. Um, so it, I don't know. It, there are issues with that. It, it's the only other character that is high profile and interesting enough out of everybody on the show that you could possibly do it with. But I think there are, are problems with trying to do that. And you would, I mean, you know, it might work with a younger actor, you know, and if you could get Giancarlo as sort of, you know, as uh, almost a secondary character as as playing the older version, but I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not convinced by that as an idea. Mm-hmm. Well, while we're on the topic, because we talked a bit about like what could be next, but outside of this show, you know, what could Raya do? What could Bob do? What could Vince and Peter do? There's been it's not been this hasn't been confirmed. This is within one of the many, many, many DC and MCU rumors um, that uh, Giancarlo apparently went and had a, a talk with uh, Marvel or like Kevin Feige about either Magneto, Doctor Doom, or Professor X. And a lot of people said like, "Oh, we'd fit the Professor X thing really, yes. really well." Um, that would be an excellent place to see him next. And we know we have that those characters coming up soon. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we have a date for Fantastic Four, but uh, X Men are obviously coming soon as well. So that would be great to see him in. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd heard the Professor X rumor. That's certainly something I could see him doing. I mean, I could see him doing Magneto as well, actually. Um, I could see him doing any of those three. Really. Well, yeah, all Doctor Doom. I mean, he, he's he's so great, but uh, yeah. you know, I could see him fitting any of the, those roles really, really well. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's. That's certainly a possibility. And I mean, of course, he's already on the sort of Disney payroll for um, playing Moff Gideon in Star Wars. So, yeah, Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if that is the case, great. I, I, I could see that working totally. Nice. Nice. Um, so, yeah, you got that. We, we talked a little bit before about like a Hank and Gomi buddy cop thing. I don't know that that would like impact as much. That would be more of like a fun procedural if if anything but i don't know if they're yeah. going to do that again so uh and again we'll get to I'll, I'll we'll save a little bit of this conversation but for the more fun stuff when we get to the uh it's called breaking bad phase two um it's obviously a fan-made fake thing that I, I talked about this i think in the finale or something uh we'll, we'll go through that at the end just a, just a fun little thing that people have made up which is fun um 
a couple more notes. Uh, where does this fit for you in TV rankings? Um, it's certainly up there. I mean, I, I it's so I find it so difficult comparing um, the sort of you know shows which are so wildly different genres. You know, because how do you? put i don't know something like breaking bad up against friends <laughs> you know <laughs> which friends is great at what it does yeah um but our equality wise it, it's not breaking bad but it's still an excellent show so i mean if you're talking about top 10 shows across all dramas or all, all, all tv series it's very difficult to choose plus there's things which i love as well um like firefly and things like that but um, in terms of those high-end, high-quality dramas, certainly Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul are, would be in the top five, I think, of mm. of really, you know, those, those decent, high-quality, solid dramas, uh, both of those would be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I'd put Breaking Bad at the top, still. Um, and even, I, I'd even thought, like, even after like season one, two, three-ish, before we started covering it, I think that was before I even was doing podcasts, maybe. Um, and I was like, "This is great. This is really good." But it's ain't like Breaking Bad. And I remember getting more involved with like you know online stuff and that. And some people were talking about the drama of this show and how it's like almost as good as Breaking Bad. Some people think the show is better than Breaking Bad. Which, if you think that, you're not right or you're not wrong. It's just your opinion. So that's totally fine. Plus, I can't really blame somebody or you know argue against somebody if they watch this you know this quality of tv show and they go this is the best thing i've seen so yeah fair enough uh pretty good stuff um might sound silly but i still very much put something like zoe's playlist up there yeah um see i i would almost cheat a little bit and say like if you were to look because i almost don't like looking at breaking bad and better cost all the separate shows even even though that they are um you put them together as a package You've you've got a hell of a beast there in terms of like you know, TV quality. Um, I just think some of the because to be honest, some of the and it, maybe this was because I wasn't podcasting on them or, or whatever. <clears throat> I can't remember as much of the earlier seasons of Better Call Saul like I can with Breaking Bad. Like Breaking Bad, I remember the pilot. I remember where season one and two finished and season three and everything like that. So I I remember the earlier seasons a bit better. Um, I'd still put things like Lost and Game of Thrones and 24, shows like that up there. Um, still things like The Good Place as, as well. Um, but again, like you said, how do you compare something like The Good Place to Better Call Saul? Yeah. So, because uh, that, that's the thing, when you're doing like a top 10 best or top 5 best, you almost have to do dramas and comedies separate. Um, but then where do you put dramedies like a Orange is New Black or something, I, I, I don't know. So, because mm-hmm. that's got funny bits and then really serious bits. So, uh, but then Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad have their funny moments as well. They're just more in the percentage of serious drama. So, um, but no, I I would put this up there. Um, it might not sound good that I, I I don't know if this would be in my top five specifically, but it would certainly in like top ten or or somewhere like that. But Again, you you connect this to Breaking Bad, which Breaking Bad still holds that high that high ground to me. Mm-hmm. So, even though I would put a Better Call Saul lower, it's just because individually as a show, I don't think it like some of the earlier seasons are as good as like other shows. I don't think so. Um, that's that's how I would kind of put that. Um, so yeah, that's roughly where it fits in with our 
TV rankings. I'm sure I've probably done some TV ranking lists before. I don't know how accurate they are now, but because those <laughs> are a few years ago. So, yeah, those sorts of shows. Um, anything else that you'd put in your list? I know you kind of said about Firefly and stuff. Is there any other shows that <sighs> stick out? Yeah, I mean, um, trying to think. Yeah, um, Good Place, I think, would certainly be up there if, mm. I mean, if we're, if we're talking about other things. And then there's stuff like The, the Sopranos, um, uh, possibly Line of Duty, although I don't know whether that would be in my top 10, but it would mm. certainly be up there. Um, a lot of the Jeb Mercurio stuff, things like Bodyguard, would be up there. Um you know, I, and I have a love for certain things like Red Dwarf, which right. is a you know, um, which is has been very mixed over its run, but I, I still love that TV show. So it would probably be kicking around my top ten. You know, it's a it's a sort of comfort show for me. So, yeah. um, I'm trying to think what else. I mean, and there's the, but there's things like the MCU shows like Loki uh, or Wonder Vision. Or, you know, so I mean, there's there's so much good stuff out there. It's very difficult when it comes to doing those sort of top ten lists because things are so wildly different. So, mm-hmm. for saying top ten TV shows of all time, I I really struggle to pick. Yeah, I, I'd slot things in there like Black Summer, and which is see that's different. That's like a thrilling, um, thirty to forty minute zombie high intense chase thing. That's mm-hmm. not that's not got like the deeper themes and whatever of things like Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, but it's more about the intense survival. So that goes for a different thing. Yeah, you've got things like Servant, which does have a lot of themes, but it aims to be like really creepy and stuff like that. But I don't know oh, how yeah. good Ser- well, I don't know how good Servant will be because it's got one more season left. So yeah, um, I mean, based on the first season, Severance would probably be in there. For all mankind, will be in there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, see, just like with your Red Dwarf thing, I'd look at 24 kind of in the same way. Yeah. 24 can be kind of like, it can break logic and like, how was Jack staying up for all this long and he's not gone to the toilet, he's not eating anything on screen and he's chasing. But it's a, it's a show that I have a big, big love for and it, it's a lot of fun and it's in that espionage thriller genre that I, that I do really love. But yeah. I understand that you, you can probably break a lot of different sort of logical things in 24 because there's places where it, it you know it does kind of break certain amounts of logic but i love the show for what it is so yeah uh there we go um what else do we have next uh the only two things i've got left is breaking bad podcast uh the, the feedback and then funny universe face picture um so our breaking bad podcast we still won't i, I we said a few months ago i think we said before we even started this season i think we said in the season preview that like okay we won't be able to get to breaking bad this year because there'll be there's been a lot of TV this year, but that's because, yes. you know, things got delayed from 2020 because of COVID. Now everything's just sort of lumped itself together. Um, the same thing's going to happen next year with games. There's a lot of games scheduled for next year. Not that they're all going to come out next year, but the, the same things kind of happen. Like, so many things have gotten delayed out of this year into next year for games. Um, that's both probably to avoid two big games coming out this year and because of COVID. Um, but then mm-hmm. Gotham Lights doesn't seem to be bothered about COD, so because yeah. it's coming out like a few days before oh, wow. um it, it was funny when jeff Keighley was talking about gotham knights on the gamescon stage and there wasn't really many cheers and stuff and then he mentioned like other games hogwarts legacy and everyone went wild so anyway <laughs> um uh we could pin it for next year i suppose the, the the 
useful part now is where we possibly throughout the year would have covered something like Better Call Saul. It's finished now, so Breaking Bad can kind of take that yeah. slot. Because uh, for, for those of you that like aren't aware, or if you're new here, this could be your first ever episode you're hearing us from. Um, we've already seen the five seasons of Breaking Bad. I watched it in the amazing summer of 2014. That was a good, that was a good time to be watching TV because it was all Breaking Bad, and I went through it all, and it was a big thrill ride. Um, but we decided at one point, I think it was last year or the year before, year before, I can't remember when we started it, but um, there was a small gap in the schedule at a point, there was other stuff that we could have done, but I remember thinking, okay, we're covering Better Call Saul, that's going to end at some point, it was like, a, we knew there was going to be a few more seasons, um, and then uh, the, the initial plan that we kind of broke was we'd um, go from the end of Better Call Saul into Breaking Bad, but we ended up doing two seasons of the rewatch, um, so essentially what it is, is like, obviously we don't talk about, obviously like predictions and stuff, because we know what's going to happen, we more just talk about the quality of the episodes, and still do the recaps and that, uh, we got up to the end of season two, so we've got three, four, and five mm-hmm. left to do, I don't know how we would break up season five, because obviously that's longer, but we'll figure that out later, um, so we've got things like the Game of Thrones show, uh, we've got the Walking, Walking Dead's also ending, which is kind of helpful, um, because we don't cover fear, and there's the other sort of shows, which... You've got those. You've got Game of Thrones, which we'll do the first season of once that's finished its season. Uh, that will probably, I guess, come back for a second season, I would imagine. Uh, House I of the Dragon. I would, I would imagine. I, I would yes. imagine so, yes. Um, so, some point next... Again, the the problem with, is with that is we can schedule like, okay, David, next week we're going to watch Breaking Bad or whatever, and then we just start it and we do it in our own time because the episode's already out there. It's about fitting it round when the other shows get scheduled which we have no control over because we don't work for these networks. Um, so once we find a bit of a gap in the schedule yes. next year, which we should have a bit more of, again, because we've got no more um, Better Call Saul, we don't cover Fear the Walking Dead, and, um, uh, yeah, you, so you've got that. You've got Walking Dead finishing and this show finishing. Um, so that opens up, hopefully, a bit more space next year. So once we get a period of maybe 13 episodes, wouldn't it, for season three, once we find that in next year's slot, because we don't know when things are coming, we you know we haven't finished this year's year of TV yet, so basically once that happens, uh, we'll put an update out at some point, and we'll get back to it when we kind of can. But it's not, I mean, it's, we kind of have had better costs all in place of it this year, so we still had content from that same thing, so... Um, yeah, that's, does that sound good? That's what we'll kind of do? Because we got the <laughs> other two shows ending. We'll come back to that next year, maybe. Uh, when when there's a gap in the schedule, when, when things aren't on quite so much. So, I guess we will do that. Um, that's it at the moment for the notes and stuff. Uh, let's go through a couple of emails that we've got. Uh, and then we'll get to, we'll, we'll finish on some funny stuff. Some uh, A funny universe face picture, which we've got. Um, you can still write in, I suppose. I can still reply to emails. We can still talk about this show in other places i suppose if you want to do that uh if you want to write in for any other reasons as well of course we've got dozens of other podcasts and shows uh matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's contact page and information in your show notes there's the email box on the website version of the episode and a clickable email name in your show notes beth writes in says hey guys thanks for the coverage it's been great watching along with you both and seeing this fascinating story to the end looking forward to more etalk goodness <laughs> such as you and Robert on RGT, our Gaming Talk podcast. Uh, also, don't let United stress you out. Oh, don't let the team stress me out. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, T- 10 args probably stress because, you know, just started his job. So, 
Uh, he's the name. That's the name of the manager for those of you that might not know. So uh, Eric Ten Hag, who hopefully is successful. Um, yeah, thanks for for writing in. Thanks for uh, coming along with us. Um, it was fascinating for us on the other side to you know watch these episodes, watch this fascinating story as you said play out. Uh, come in with our thoughts every week and analyze the facial expressions and the uh, you know. Uh, mannerisms of the characters and the pointing gun fingers which we'll talk about in, in just a second um, and all that kind of stuff but yeah th- this is this is a show there's certain shows that we have covered in the past that haven't been as worth of the deep dive mm-hmm. um, which was why we changed our Arrowverse coverage because you know you, you have yeah. and, uh, th- th- those shows are fun they are what they are but they're not as deep and as sort of like oh what do you think this gesture means from this character it's more like no flash is just you know running around the city doing what he's doing or mm. losing his powers or whatever. yes frequently so, yes yes freak too frequently um or me moaning about superman getting nerfed again or whatever um but no the, these shows you know you do the full recap and that sort of stuff and it was uh yeah, it was great to go through um david did you enjoy the experience of that uh yeah no of course i mean it's it's been a great show to to cover and um yeah like you say there are other shows out there where we've started covering them and you're like i i i mean generally with the ones that that we've been doing uh, it's you know because we did what game of thrones mm-hmm. westworld um walking dead, walking dead. And I mean, The Walking Dead has been a bit of a trudge at times. It will be fair to say, although I mean, it's massively turned itself around in the last couple of seasons. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there was a point where it did feel like we were going on and like, why are they doing this? But um, yeah, I mean, the last couple of seasons since Angela Kang has taken over, that's been an infinitely better show. Uh, I, I yeah. do understand your your not covering the Arrowverse things as much at this point. Uh, it's not really live anymore, anyway. So no, no. Well, it is pretty much dead at this point. I mean, technically, yeah. Superman and Lois isn't part of the Arrowverse anyway, either. So uh, and that's that. That's you know, I'm, and I'm still enjoying Superman and Lois. I'm enjoying Star Girl. I, of course, Superman and Lois is coming up to his third season, which is usually when the writing will take a massive di- um, downhill trajectory. So, uh, when it comes to the Balanti show, so we'll we'll see where it goes. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, generally, we've we kind of enjoyed most of the things that we've been covering. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the difference some things are like oh my god this is so good i can't wait to just dive in and talk about it and some things are like this is really bad but i have things to say about it and other things are like this is really bad but i don't really care to talk about it kind of thing so uh some shows strike a interesting balance so because that's the thing with the walking dead it does do that thing where it's like okay this is worth talking about even when it's frustrating because it's still points to talk about and points to analyze and then there's like oh cool zombie set piece or a character did something interesting or or whatever so yeah there you go uh harrison uh writes in says any thoughts on the finger guns exchange will we all know details mean a lot thoughts uh so i think what harrison's talking about is the final exchange between uh kim and jimmy gene soul um, which is where he's behind the uh, fence, he's in prison, she's slowly walking out, they stop, they have one last look at each other, it's like the last part of the, the series, he does the two, you know, Saul Goodman, Better Call Saul, finger uh, shooting guns, uh, she doesn't do it back, um, and yeah, there's probably some stuff to read in there, so we'll, we'll talk about that now. Um, 
I don't know. It was interesting that because Kim doesn't do it back, right? That's the main thing. Because that was kind of you know you go end of season four, it's you know it's all good man. He does it. End of season five, she says something, and then she does it. So that's like the the two interesting points for them. And then you dive into season six, uh, and then you continue from there. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, for for Jimmy, that's kind of like. I mean, they 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 could see each other again, like prison visits and stuff. But I think you're supposed to look at this as like, okay, this is the last exchange between the two of them. They've all been they've been through a lot together. Um, but I don't know what to think quite yet. And that, that might be something I sit on for for a while. That fun, that fun exchange, things like that, scenes like that, is something that you you sit on and you think about for for a bit of time because you're supposed to think about what it means for both characters because there's no dialogue exchange there's a few looks but it's the it's the pointing guns finger that's the important part um but maybe for kim it's more of a sort of just that that's her way of saying goodbye i suppose um what did mm-hmm. you make of that last exchange yeah <laughs> i i think it's it's just it's sort of jimmy showing that jimmy is still in there because the finger gun thing wasn't just a soul thing it had been around you know since he'd been Jimmy and I, I to me it was just it was him showing that he was comfortable with it and right. I mean obviously it was put in as a callback and uh, yeah. but but I think it's sort of Jimmy just showing that he's okay he's comfortable he's he's dealing with it you know he's yes he's locked up but it's where he's supposed to be and he's coping and and I think it was a way of sort of telling him that that he'd be all right right yeah you know to me yeah so mm-hmm. i i think from both of them it was kind of just just that last little nod kind of thing of like we're both all right sort of thing and we both kind of accept where we are and that's got to be the end of it because even when you look at, at that breakup scene it, that's more of a dramatic version of this which is like I've got to get out of this. We we've hurt people. We have to go, and that was kind of their initial goodbye because there was years that passed after that, and then this whole thing happened again. And then you know, this is kind of this is a more peaceful kind of exchange between the two of them. Um, but yeah, it's, it's specifically with Kim with the pointing guns, I haven't really, I guess, figured that out yet. I don't know. There, there's there is a reason she she did that, but I guess her way of saying goodbye was just the way that she ended up doing that. So. Uh, there you go. Um, Reginald writes in with one last email and says, um, as far as the episode goes, it tied up things nicely. I think it gave the majority of fans what they wanted. Final scenes with Mike, Walt and Chuck, because they've got the flashback scenes. Um, Sol paying, sorry, for his crimes, but not dying. And a reconciliation of sorts between Jimmy and Kim. Yeah, I think that's, that's what that was. It was, it was a sort of like, we've had a hectic past, but we kind of like can reconcile peacefully i suppose it, it was a peaceful exchange that last one between the two of them and they just they did what they did with that so um but i have to admit i'm a bit of a softy this character has been part of my consciousness uh, for 14 years or so and i kind of didn't want it to end i almost didn't watch the last episode no you've got to watch the last episode of the show <laughs> if you like to say goodbye i figured that would um insulate me um from the feeling of Meloki, uh, from having to say goodbye to a world and characters I've grown attached to for so long. Uh, it worked for me not watching the last episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine and Elementary. And then he says, ha-ha. Uh, anyway, I did watch the finale and I'm glad I did. 
<clears throat> your podcast was great. Thanks for letting me be a small part of it. And I look forward to seeing slash hearing more of your work in the future. Um, we don't see a lot of us because we're not on, on, on camera or anything. Uh, although I have thought about doing Twitch streams again and putting the camera on because <laughs> I've got it plugged into my PS5. But that is another thing to deal with on another day. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, thanks for being a part of it, Reginald. Thank you, everybody, for being a, for being a part of it. Everybody that's listened, even if you've <clears throat> even if you've listened to the whole thing and not written in, you've still supported us, you've still listened to us, so um, thank you all very much for that. Um, of course, you know, Reginald's pointing it out there, so that's why I'm sort of talking about it, but uh, yeah, thanks to everybody that in- enjoyed all the episodes. Um, uh, interesting what you kind of mentioned, I- I've heard people talk about that before, of like, oh no, I don't want to say goodbye to my favourite show and watch the last episode, because you know, you know that once those credits come up, that's, you know, that's it. And this is a post-credit scene, which usually doesn't happen in the finale, I don't think. So, um, but yeah, it's like you, you watch that. There's that feeling, isn't there, with certain <clears throat> certain finales of you maybe checking the timer of like how long have they got left to wrap it up? And I was doing that during this episode, not because of like <laughs> not because of like oh yeah. I'm bored, oh there's 20 minutes left. More of a sort yeah. of like I, I I'm nervous and like how much time have I got left with this kind of thing. And yeah. I remember checking this episode, the last episode at one point, and be like, oh, there's, there's five minutes left? There's only five minutes left of this whole thing? And then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, five minutes ain't that long, and this show goes quickly because it's entertaining. And then you're watching that pan shot across that wall, the credits come up, and it just it dawns on you that, like, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um yeah, so um, I, I've I've heard other people say that before. I, I think I remember when um, I must have said Supernatural, uh, su- Supernatural. Um, yeah, had it had its finale, and they're like, "Oh no, we don't want to say goodbye to Sam and Dean." And you know, that's a much better that's a much better sentiment to come away with than "Let's get this over with," kind of thing, which sometimes we do for shows, right? Of like, yeah, let's just see how this thing finishes and just get get it over with. <laughs> yes. Um, but other shows you watch and you're like, oh, you know, got to say goodbye to my. Uh, favorite show kind of thing so um how did you kind of feel about that going into this episode yeah no i mean i i I enjoyed the show a lot um i and i don't know i i was more it was more an interest thing for me it was more i was i was interested to see how it ended um rather than oh, I'm going to hugely miss all these characters. You know, I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was incredibly well written. I just, I was, I felt a little bit more detached from it maybe. And so I I, I was just more sort of, how are they going to end this? Um, You know, and I enjoy watching them and I enjoy watching the actors and I, and, you know, I think it's a, it's a really well put together show, but there wasn't that sort of, it wasn't the sort of gut wrenching thing of of something like the good place when that ended. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, which which has a <clears throat> real emotional pull to it, and I I know I'm sure it just depends on what show connects to you, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it for me it was just it was more a case of I want to see how they're going to wrap up this story. Mm. Um, and uh but yeah i mean it it was phenomenal throughout i really enjoyed it yeah there's certain finales i watch and again i do still struggle sometimes with depression and anxiety uh not that depression relates to that but anxiety does um and it's significantly heightened when watching episodes like this um 
But uh, like throughout most of the season, I was just kind of honestly sitting there and be like, please just don't kill Kim. Like there's there something about <laughs> Kim, yeah. and I was like, just and this final episode, there was like, okay, and and even in the scenes in this episode, it's very unlikely that she's gonna die, but you just never know. And I was just on edge the whole time. Yeah. Um, it was like I remember watching the um, what ended up being the last episode of the original um scream cast for the the, the two seasons because then they rebooted it for the third, and they did a Halloween episode, and a character had gotten like shears out, and they had started you know cutting people open, and I was like, I'm really. Uh, you know on edge and i'm full of anxiety because it feels like they could kill anybody and, and obviously that's a slasher it's a bit different that's designed to to be like that yeah. but um and it felt like a you know this is after the finale it's a halloween special like it's a halloween episode of a slasher thing um and i think i can't remember if it had actually been renewed for season three at that point so we'd like we didn't know what was going on it was like okay who's gonna die in this so that was a different type of anxiety um but this was more of like, where are these characters going to end up? What, is Jimmy going to try one last thing that's not going to work? And how is you know it going to be anxiety-driven from that? So, um, yeah, all very, very good stuff. All good stuff anyway. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, um, I forgot to watch it for a period of weeks. I can't remember why. I think it was June television again. Um, and I went to watch it the other day, and it was gone from E4. Uh, all four. Mm-hmm. So... That's not good, but it'll pop up on Netflix probably at some point. So, um, yeah. so I I haven't seen the last episode of Brooklyn Nine Nine because uh, they disappeared uh, off of all four. Yes. So, um, okay. have you seen that or Elementary? Uh, I, Elementary, I watched all the way through. Brooklyn Nine Nine, I've seen episodes of, and it's one okay. that I need to go and watch from the start. But I I I have seen the odd episode here and there. Mm-hmm. Cool. <clears throat> so. Uh, yeah, just before we wrap up, uh, we've got this fun little um, <clears throat> Breaking Bad Phase 2 to <laughs> to go through. Um, two of these shows do actually exist um, on here. I'm not going to read out the dates, I'm just going to read out the names of the shows. Slippin' Jimmy, that was apparently an animated short thing on AMC+. Right. So uh, that is actually a real thing. I don't actually know much about it. Not many people even talked about it. It sort of yeah. came and went. Uh, Better Call Soul Final Season, that's what we actually had. Minerals is one that's on here. That's obviously related to uh, Hank's collection. He likes collecting rocks, which are called yes. minerals. So that is funny. Um, one that I don't quite understand what this is, Successful Workplace. Yes. No, I d- that one I didn't get. But... Successful Workplace. Yes. Is that supposed to be to do with Kim and her workplace? Maybe. Or... Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> better fuck Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't think we need to see that. <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> Breaking Bad 2 Return of Flynn. <laughs> yes. That would be quite fun. Uh, Ermin Trout, which I guess would be, because obviously Mike Ermin Trout, that would be a Mike show, which again, we'd, we'd watch Mike and something, but we'd... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. but yes. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, characters dead in current timelines, but yes. Yeah. Huel's uh, Rules... So a show about obviously his uh, bodyguard, would you call him? Yes. Yeah. Um, Soul's uh, bodyguard called Huel. Uh, Better Bang Hank. <laughs> so obviously it'll be a show about Hank. Um, that's where you could do the buddy cop thing or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that's that one. And then the last one is Gustavo, which if they ever did do that show, yeah, that would be a pretty for good it. name for yeah. it. Um, I mean, throughout like the years of this show, people were coming up with like. 
better call Gus, and it's like you don't have to use the same better call thing for a different yeah, character, no. or like better call Michael, better call Chuck, and it's like no, that doesn't that doesn't work. It that's doesn't not, work. That's not their no, calling no, no. thing, is it? It's better call Sol as part of the advert. So, yeah. um, any favorite funny ones from from that? I like Breaking Bad two. Yes, the, I, I think Breaking Bad two Return of Flynn. I, I quite like Hall's rules as well. I think that works quite well. Yeah. Um, but I've seen some fan-created posters of these things. Like, I've seen, a, like, a serious face of Hank, and it says Minerals AMC 2023 or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, there's some, some interesting little ideas in there, but yeah, uh, some some fun stuff. Do you know anything about that Slipping Jimmy show? Because I have no, no idea. No, I'm not aware of it. There's things that come and go on AMC Plus that I've, everybody outside the US is not yeah. aware. So. Yeah, so... <clears throat> All right, that's it for uh, Better Call Saul. We'll just have the outro to do. But before I do that, David, thank you very much for your time across this whole series. Obviously, it was more than one season that we covered. Um, I'd like to thank you when we get to the end of things, which we have done here. So thank you very much for your time. Of course, David does give me his time, so uh, I'm grateful for that. Um, you don't have to do it, but you choose to, and you, you like coming on here with me. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for that. You're welcome. And uh, we'll be back. The next time you'll hear me and David, unless it's a Geek Town episode, uh, Walking Dead is back in October. Speaking of AMC, um, for its last eight episodes, we'll probably have a preview end of September, early October. Yeah, what the actual like date is. I think it's early October, so like end of September-ish. And then, of course, once House of Dragon has done its run of eight episodes... Um, we will have a season review for that. That will again be some point, what, October-ish or whatever. And then if House, uh, not House of Dragon, if Tales of the Walking Dead ever comes out on anything ever in the UK, <laughs> right we will, uh, we'll watch and cover that. But uh, next thing for Walking Dead is, of course, the main end of the show. So that's it for all of that. Uh, thank you all, of course, to the audience, the listeners, for listening to us for these couple of seasons that we cover for Better Call Saul. We'll be back with Breaking Bad at some point and other shows. Tons of stuff that we also do on Entertainment Talk. So if you want to get involved, listen to our podcast. We, of course, cover TV, games, films, and main night podcasts. You can find lots and lots and lots of different stuff over on Entertainment Talk. Have a look at the different categories. However, if you want to browse the website as a search function, or if you don't know if we've done something over the years, you can simply ask us if you want to do that. You can find all those podcasts on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms by searching for Entertainment Talk. If you want to support the podcast in other ways, you can, of course, tell other people. We have we cover a ton of different stuff, so I'm sure hopefully they'll like something that we do. So tell other people about what we do and where they can find it, either by just telling them or using social media as well. Uh, you can also support us through Patreon, $5, $10 level tier for the ad-free podcast review options. Have a look at that as well if you'd like to. Uh, for all that stuff, uh, TV and film news, if you'd like to know if there is ever anything announced for this universe, or Walking Dead, or TV, air, up, air updates, uh, renewals, cancellations, pickups, uh, David runs a website called geektown.co.uk and Geektown Radio. Uh, David, what's happening over there? Uh, lots of news going up at the moment. We've got news and interviews going up um, for just various different things. We've just done all the Disney Plus hemp pre- uh, highlights premiere highlights for september so you can go find mm-hmm. those on the website uh geek town radio of course going out weekly you were on the episode this week so uh we talk about she hawk and a number of other things and uh there are some videos up on the youtube channel as well from wales comic con if you want to go and check those out as well so lots of stuff on geektown.co.uk excellent so go and check out all of that uh, geektown.co.uk and geektown radio on your podcast platforms uh, so check out all of that uh, Bex if you want some fun content over on Twitch some retro classic 
content that she does, Tomb Raider, classic games, chat streams, Tomb Raider, all that type of stuff. You can find Trista, B-Y-T-E-S, that's Bex's name on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram, so go and check out what she's up to. You also find me on Twitch as well if I decide to bring that camera back for whatever streams. Um, Last of Us 1, part 1's coming out soon, so maybe for that. Who knows? But if you want to be up to date on that, go and give me a follow over on Twitch, eTalkUK for all that. And if you missed those streams, the FIFA career mode episodes, which I should do another one of those soon, and the game clips, I've got a lot of those to put up on the channel, uh, even just from last night. But YouTube, Entertainment Talk Plays for all that. Thank you very, very much for listening. Thank you for being here, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.